Light. And this is our second podcast, or our third podcast, second video cast. Hey! Uh, so today we thought we'd do a little, something a little different. Um, we've got a couple questions from some of our viewers and some of our listeners, so we're going to answer some of those. So we're doing more of a... Um, rapid fire. Rapid fire questions. Hey, yeah. So we have our handy dandy cowboy hat to draw, those, to draw those questions. Listen, when you're from Wichita Falls, this is what you do. You want to go first? Okay, so, rapid fire begins. What is the funniest, strangest thing that's happened to you during a dance? All right, so funniest, strangest thing. Uh, I was dancing with Chantal Pianetta at Boogie by the Bay, and um, it was Peel Me Like a Grape was playing, and I couldn't think of a musicality for grape. So instead of doing grape, I just was like, banana, and I actually... <laughs> Verbally said, banana instead of you know pulling a grape. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Okay. What about you? Um. Well, for me, I would say that um, I don't know if it's the funniest or the strangest, but it's the first one that came to mind. Uh, it was whenever there was an event called Swing Diego, and it was in San Diego, California. And prior to this, I had told Austin. Uh, he goes, oh, I really like this cool footwork you did. What is it? And I said, I don't know. I just, in my brain, I go, hey, feet, do cool things. And hopefully something happens, but there's also a chance that nothing happens. And I just stand there and kind of polka. <laughs> I've seen both happen. Yes. And, and on that day, it was literally the day that you asked me. Uh, I was doing a Jack and Jill, and for those of you who don't know, it's basically random guy, random girl, music go, or lead follow nowadays. Back then it was guy, girl, but nowadays it's lead follow. And I stood there, and I forgot what I was doing, and I just bounced. Just in place, full. <laughs> I was there for that, and I saw it. It was beautiful. All right. All right. Shake Question up the two. Question two. All right. What is your biggest fear with dancing slash dance business? Uh, I have a gigantic fear of nothing coming to mind. Or, um, you know, stage, that it, actor's nightmare kind of thing where you're mm -hmm. on a stage and the music starts playing and you have choreography, or even if you don't, but nothing comes to mind and you end up standing there going... Hello, I'm Callie, and I have nothing. I have no choreography in my head. Thank you for playing. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. I, I feel that, that that might tie for me. I, I kind of feel the way. I've had that dream many a time oh. where I'm dreaming, and I'm on the floor at the U.S. Open, and like I just go blank. Mm -hmm. uh, but for me, my biggest fear would probably be never attaining my goals within the dance. No matter how much hard work we put in or... If we go to every single event feeling amped and like that we can do this and and then never seeing the results that I want to see, I think that's my biggest fear. That's fair. I feel like that's that's really fair. Yep. All right, you guys shake up the oh, cowboy I hat. Shake it up. I gotta shake it up. Shake up the cowboy hat. All right. Okay. Favorite part of dancing. Uh, favorite part of dancing for me is definitely the social aspect. I love meeting people from other countries. I love meeting people from other states, other places, and other walks of life. I love getting to just talk to them and have in-depth conversations. Um, 
I love going to room parties specifically for that purpose so I can meet people. Uh, I really like social dancing, but my social dancing normally equates to me dancing one or two songs and then being like, hey, you guys, you want to go take like a walk and talk and get to know each other? And, yeah. And I end up talking to people throughout the night and just getting to know people, and that's that's my favorite part. Yeah. My favorite, I would say my favorite part is performing. Anyone who ever... Not a surprise I at all. Know. <laughs> <laughs> but I know. But I live to perform, so naturally that's what I, I dance for. And as a secondary perk, traveling the world... I mean, that, that has very little to do with the dancing portion, but I gotta say, performing is where my heart is. Your hat. Shaking the cowboy hat. Alright. Short story, most embarrassing dance moment. Boom! Oh goodness. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah, this one's embarrassing. It, <laughs> it was my first time dabbling my foot in West Coast Swing, and I didn't really know how to dabble, I just knew how to flop into it, and I had done a pro-am, uh, which is pro and an amateur do a routine, and the routine was forgotten by all parties involved, and we just stood there for a solid minute while music played, and I stood there like this. Ah, and there's this big awkward smile on my face, and inside I was crying. <laughs> so I promised that we drew like we drew these at random. So I just like that we had just done the biggest fear, and I feel you lived your biggest. I fear. did live my biggest fear, but that's why it's still a biggest fear. Is I remember, and it's taken years. There are there, people that still remember this. There are people in the dance world who still remember this, and it was yep. so painfully awkward. And if I could never relive that again, that would be too soon. Yeah, so my <laughs> most embarrassing story, let's see. Uh, honestly, the banana one was pretty pretty bad. Uh, I think my, it's a, it's a funny story, but it's also kind of embarrassing to me, even though nobody actually realizes this. So it was actually when you and I Strictlyed at Desert City Swing. So Strictly is where you get to pick your partner, you just don't know the song. And we went to this event called Desert City Swing. And I knew this song relatively well, but I... I found out at that event, if things go wrong with Callie and I's dancing, I just put her into a one foot. And I found this out because... Spin. Yeah, one foot spin, sorry. Um, and I found this out because in this song, I realized that I set her up for a one foot spin almost an entire phrase too soon because I set it without the music like building. And so instead of bailing out, I just kept spinning her. And, and for the record, this was about... 30 seconds of me just Doing sitting in spins. Yeah, on one foot. So and, and so while it worked really well, we ended up doing really well at that competition. My favorite part was going up to one of the judges, and it, her name is actually Lorene Beldovey Mason. Amazing dancer, good friend of ours. And I asked her, I was like, hey, what could we have done better? And she was like, I really wish you would have just kept spinning her for like four more counts, because I actually pulled her out of and like this big old hit is coming and I pulled her out right before right before it so yeah mm. it was just really funny because she spun for like 32 <laughs> counts already but she was like, just four more counts you just, been just four more so yeah all right okay let's go for this one who or what has been a great business influence on you uh, business influence so I actually love watching a guy named Graham Stevens 
who's mm -hmm. on YouTube. Yeah, he's still um, a YouTuber. And he he has so many great uh, videos on both. Um, Literally, you know, uh, what's real, called, real estate. estate. There you go. I was yeah. blanking. Real estate, as well as stock advisement and stuff like that. And so that was definitely somebody who changed my mentality on a lot of different ways to save. So especially yeah. in our generation. Definitely. definitely. Yeah, I would say the, the most influential business person for me, especially in dancing, um, has been there's a gentleman named Jordan Frisbee. If you do West Coast Swing, you definitely know he has 11 U.S. Open titles. Hardly know the guy. Yeah, Fairly hardly know the guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he he's been phenomenal in seeing how you can take a passion and really turn it into a business. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's something that I was always kind of like, yeah, but how do you make money from this? How do you really, you know, make different streams of income? And I think he has done such a phenomenal job, him and his partner Tatiana Molman, have done such a phenomenal job and it really uh, opened my eyes to seeing that West Coast Swing, if I wanted it to be, could be a business yeah. instead of just a hobby. So I would say thank you to both of them for realistically like making that an option for me. Yeah, I can see that. Shake it up. I'm gonna choose one from the bottom. Okay. Uh -huh. What are three goals you have yet to accomplish, dance slash business? Ooh, ooh, okay, okay, I got this, I got this. Um, I'm a little bit like a five-year-old with a big fat dream who wants to be an astronaut, but that's, actually, I would be an astronaut if I wanted to. Um, she would, probably. <laughs> so, I would say that three things I haven't accomplished. I would really love to win a U.S. Open showcase title, mm -hmm. and I don't care if I'm 95 when I get it, Dang it, I, that is something that I really, really want. Yeah, and again, I believe it. I want to put in all the work for that, so that's one. I would say, two, I would love to have a net worth one day, and I know this seems like a pipe dream sometimes, but I would genuinely want a net worth of a million dollars. I just mm -hmm. think that would be cool. Obviously, it would be smart. Yeah. Um, but that is something that has been weighing on me that I would really like to accumulate. And I think three, I would love to get to dance in at least 50 different countries. Okay, cool. So those, those are my three. So, so your last one is similar to mine. I, I just want to dance at least once in every continent. Uh -huh. um, even if that means freezing super bad. But that would be, <laughs> yeah. Just every continent would be awesome. Um, that, so that's one goal. Another goal would be just to find a comfortable living within dance. Mm -hmm. um, we've discussed this at length, what we view as a point of comfortability. Um, and so for me, it's just being able to go to the grocery store and not have to actually worry about how much money you have in the bank to go to the grocery store. Ooh, you <laughs> get the so, nice cheese. Yeah, the nice cheese, the nice cheese. But yeah, so, so that, would be, that would be a goal of mine. Uh, my third goal, um, I do eventually want to get into real estate and own a couple properties. So I would love to own eventually at least 10 different properties and either rent those out or whatever that means. So that that's kind of my goals. Cool. I like that. Is it your hat it's, to shake no, up or yeah, is it mine? It's my hat to shake up. And oh. I think this will be our last question for today. Okay. All right. Favorite travel story from dancing? That's hard. That's really hard. Um... Mm. I can I can I have two? Sure. 
Okay. So <laughs> one of them, one of them is Munich, uh, going to Bavarian Open, and I actually just thought that was cool because your family got to come and see us. Yeah. Uh, so that was actually one of my favorites because it was really cool just getting to meet some of her family because her family still lives in Germany, some of them, mm -hmm. and so them getting to see us in their home country and getting to perform for them, that was an awesome story. Uh, the other one, and this is this is a tied close second because we're dumb and crazy, was we decided to take a 31-hour road trip to Seattle to go to Seattle Easter Swing, and yeah. can't say that it was a great decision, but it was an amazing story, and it was a lot of fun. We got to go to Arches National Park. We also got to go to Monument Valley. Yeah. Um, there was wild horses in New there Mexico. There were wild horses in New Mexico that we stopped and fed. And so it was just a really cool story, so that's probably one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh, those are really good. Those are really good. Sorry if I stole one of yours. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say that one of my, my other absolute favorite memories of traveling, and one day you're going to have to go with me. I know where you're going is, with Yeah, my first time I was in Brazil, in Fortaleza, Brazil, and I just... Man, I had no idea what to expect. I knew absolutely nothing about Brazil. I didn't know Portuguese. Uh, it was literally just me with a totally blank slate and me coming from, you know, German culture, which is mm -hmm. a lot more, we're, we're just a lot more reserved <laughs> in that manner. Just a bit. Um, you know, the dancers came rushing up hugging me they're like this is my mom this is my dad here's my dog hold my baby you're you're one of the family now and i just i had never experienced such warmth from complete strangers yeah and i just remember how crazy open everyone was how loud and they were cheering and how quickly i became genuine friends with people yeah and so for me Yes, Brazil was beautiful and all of that, but I can say wholeheartedly that that community changed my world. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. so that's my, that's my favorite. Well, I hope you all enjoyed our first round of rapid fire questions. As you can see, we have more. Woo! And if you have any questions for us that one of you throw into the hat, you can always just comment down below. Yes. Um, if you're listening to our podcast, you can follow us on YouTube as well. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. It's all going to be linked below in the description. Uh, but yeah, yeah so I hope you enjoyed it. Please give us any of your feedback. We always love feedback. So even if you don't have a suggestion, you can always be like, hey, I want to see more of Max. <laughs> Max. He's the best. <laughs> exactly. Thanks, everybody. Thank you so much, guys. See y'all.